0: This is Dr. Fiona Lovely, and this is Not Your Mother's Menopause Podcast, Making Hormones Make Sense. I hope everyone's well in the new year. I've been itching to get back behind the mic, and uh, today's the day. I've been doing uh, a little pet project for a while now, and um, the things I'm learning is the kind of stuff I just love to share. And so, uh, thank you for lending me your ear, and um I hope this next 20 minutes or so is going to give you some real uh, new, interesting information. So if you've been watching me on my uh, Facebook page, which is at Not Your Mother's Menopause Podcast, uh, when you go into Facebook, you can search for that. Um, I've been doing a great deal of Facebook Lives and posting lately on what I'm calling my Clean in 2019 campaign. And I'm really looking at what... Toxins we are being exposed to on a daily basis, um, and where it's coming from, and sharing the information that I'm learning with you as I learn it for myself, and um, also sharing the products that I am using that I'm replacing old products with that are safer. And I think this is super important because it turns out the beauty industry, um, when we're talking about skincare is essentially nearly unregulated. They are not held to the same standard as other uh, industries. So there's a lot of um, hiding and um, misinformation that goes on in that industry, and I'm, I'm about to, to break it open. I'm calling this episode number 63, Toxins, Inc., So when I was in my first year or two of practice and and really just starting to learn um, the real... Uh, issues that women were having on the ground, not just the textbook information um, about why women were finding themselves in hormonal chaos I remember one young woman that came to see me and if I recall she was having severe headaches that her doctor had said were hormonal and she wanted me to do some investigation and look into why that was happening and and, um, hopefully fix it from the natural point of view. And when I did her saliva testing and hair analysis testing at that time. Um, I was shocked to see that she was extremely high in progesterone and also high in testosterone. Now, this can happen in young women if we have something called PCOS or polycystic ovary syndrome, and what happens is all of those... um, uh, Um, Cysts, uh, extra eggs that are ripening every month in our ovaries just produce a whole lot of hormones. And that's when we can see high levels of cortisol, testosterone, progesterone. But that wasn't the case in this young woman. She was cycling regularly. And um, it was a bit of a head-scratcher. I remember sitting down with her and saying, do you have any idea where this is coming from? And she denied any kind of exogenous or outside hormonal usage. And she was in her 20s. So really, that's not something we see... Um so much. We would see a birth control pill pattern, but you know women who come to me that tell me they're on the pill but want to do saliva testing have to come off the pill or they show up as a totally different pattern. It just sort of depends on the discussion we have. Anyways, so I remember calling the lab that did my saliva testing at the time and saying, is there any chance there was like a contamination or where could this be coming from? And I learned that actually a lot of our body and beauty care products use use testosterone, progesterone, um, and other hormone-like substances for what they're calling health benefits, okay? And I was, my mind was just blown. Like, I had no idea that this was going on. So um, in speaking with this patient, she and I determined um, she had uh, uh, a lot of volumizing hair products. And uh, that's where we determined the progesterone was coming from. Uh, we never did find the co- the, the place of the, that the testosterone was coming from, but as we cleaned up the diet and other things, that testosterone dropped right down too with the progesterone. But um, what I was shocked to find was that progesterone is often used in volumizing hair products or products for thin or fine hair um, to plump the shaft. And incidentally, wheat is also used for the same thing. So if someone is celiac or or wheat um, sensitive, they have to be super careful about using these products because it turns out that they are in our hair care and also progesterone's used in wrinkle creams fairly regularly. So, um, and the question I have is, well, why is the industry being allowed to get away with this? Because it doesn't seem right to me. Like if something has hormones in it, unless I'm looking for that specific hormone and really who has that knowledge, not many of us do about which hormones to use at which time for which problems, Um, you know, uh, unless I was looking for a a hormone like effect, why is this allowed in our uh, beauty products? Well, It turns out that there is virtually no regulation of beauty industry in the U.S. and Canada. Um, Canada's a little bit better than the United States. Um, The European Union is even better than than Canada. Um, In the last almost 100 years, uh, there's been very little uh, regulation. Um, And actually, I'm just going to have a quick look up a a bit of information for you. Yes, okay, I've got all kinds of notes across my desk for you right now. So in the last uh, 100 years, the United States has banned 30 ingredients from personal care products. Health Canada has banned 600 ingredients, and the EU has banned or restricted over 1,400 ingredients. However, there is a vastly larger number of chemicals that show up in our body and beauty care products and skin care products that... um, are not tested, have never been tested. There's new chemistry or new chemicals showing up all the time that become ingredients in our body and beauty care products, and they are not being tested for safety, nor are they required to be tested for safety. And here's the even scarier thing. There's not even uh, laws that um, necessitate the list of ingredients that are on these products. So you may think that you're buying something super clean, but it turns out there's nobody watching to make sure that the companies who um, benefit financially greatly from these products are actually doing the right thing by human beings and listing the ingredients in there. So, like, what's the big deal with these ingredients, right? Well, it turns out that they are there are a lot of ingredients that are hormone disruptors or endocrine dis- disruptors. So either they act like other hormones... And Or they just end up um, disrupting the whole gentle, delicate balance of the endocrine system. So, you know, women come to my office uh, for me to uh, treat them. Uh, First of all, find out what's wrong with them in terms of where these symptoms are coming from. And they're usually hormonal-type symptoms. um, And to figure out what's going on and how to fix it. And... um, You know, this hormonal chaos, it's it's something I have seen over and over and over again. And where is it coming from? And it's not just from the birth control pill or the HRT patch uh, or pill as well. It's coming from our products. How freaking scary is that? So this is me pulling back the curtain. You cannot consider yourself ignorant about these things anymore. So um, let me give you a little more information. The average number of beauty care products that we use breaks down like this. Women have an average of 12 products they use in the morning. Men have an average of 6 And teenage girls have an average of 17 products they use. Now, I remember being, you know, young and thinking, oh, these are fun. You know, you just get to play with all these things and they have, uh, you know, they're magic potions, right? Are they going to make me everything that I feel like I'm not? I don't know. Maybe we don't change all that much as we get into our perimenopausal years. But um, to me, that's frightening. So that turns out to be... Hundreds, if not thousands of chemicals we're exposed to every day that we literally know nothing about. And we wonder why it is that one in three women will have cancer in their lifetime and one in two men. Not to mention the hormone disruption, the infertility, the uh, toxic chemicals that are showing up in our waterways. I mean, this is just, it's like enough. I've had enough. So here's what you need to know. Um, as I said, there's virtually no regulation. There are no requirements to use safe ingredients. There are no requirements for these companies that make your beauty care products, even the expensive ones, ladies. What a shit show that is. Like, you think when you're spending good money on something that someone has done the research and has actually showed this to be safe. It turns out that's not the case at all. Um... These companies are not required to disclose their ingredients on the packaging. In fact, they can claim that they have trade secrets or that the blends are proprietary, and that gives them a pass to give minimal information. So um, there are a few things that are the biggest offenders, And before I list them, um, let me just say that where these uh, chemicals become toxic is, like I said, they're cancer-causing, they're hormone-disrupting. It's things like the phthalates, the triclosan, the parabens, the BPA. You've heard of these substances because there are a number of agencies and people that are raising the alarm and saying, we should not have these in our bodies. They shouldn't be in our food. They shouldn't be in our environment at all. In fact, environmental medicine is a very big thing these days. Because there it turns out there are so many people again, women especially, uh, because we're sponges for our environment that show up with hormonal chaos. <coughs> Excuse me. So the biggest offenders are fragrance and perfume. Now, if you look at your packaging uh, deodorant commercial deodorant is a big one here if you look at your packaging it actually says fragrance slash parfum so this is one of the places where the industry is hiding ingredients they can hide up to 300 ingredients. Under the category of fragrance or perfume. And so this is where all the really nasty shit gets hidden. Okay, so if if your products say fragrance or perfume, you're done. Don't use it anymore. And actually, worse than that is actually perfume in a bottle. So I remember the days where it was a big deal. You got the most recent perfume that had been released, and um, everybody was wearing it. You'd be the first to notice that somebody was wearing the new perfume. Thank goodness we've changed that, although I notice as I travel to different countries that walking into airports, um, I'll notice a much stronger fragrance level on people um, than I do in my own home country. So I think uh, information is getting out there, and it's changing, We're not there yet. So listen, if you still have perfume bottles, throw them out. They're one of the worst offenders for hormone disruption, period. Now, if you feel like you want to scent your body with something, that's fine. Use a natural essential oil that actually has been tested as pure. Not a perfume oil, but an essential oil. Um, And you can dilute it with uh, an oil carrier of some kind. And that will uh, give you uh, that feeling like you're not smelling like something you don't want to smell like, I guess. Okay, so fragrance perfume, uh, perfume number one, the uh, biggest offenders. Number two is antiperspirant. Like we know that antiperspirant has been um, fingered in both the incidence of Alzheimer's. Aluminum in particular is the ingredient there, but also breast cancer. Oh my goodness, because here's the thing where you put your antiperspirant is in your armpit. Your armpit is part of the breast tissue, okay? It's actually called the tail of the breast. So, and there's a pile of lymphatic. Um, lymph nodes and connections to the lymphatic system right there in the armpit. Super important area to detoxify from. When we plug up the pores there, which is what antiperspirant does, then we cannot detoxify, and right there is our sensitive breast tissue. So listen, if you haven't switched from antiperspirant to deodorant, please do that first, but switch to a natural product. That one can be a bit difficult just because if you've used antiperspirant for decades, like I had when I made the switch a few years ago, you do detoxify a bit. There are ways to handle that. And listen, I'm giving way more information about the specific products and the products that you can replace your products with on my Facebook page. I'm giving links and tips and all of that, okay? So make sure you go there to see that information. Um, Next big offender is tooth Toothpaste. toothpaste has often has something called triclosan in it, which is one of the worst endocrine disruptors. So look at the labeling. If it says triclosan on it, find another toothpaste. Hair dye, nasty business too, connected to cancer, um, bladder cancer in particular, especially with the darker colors, but can have thousands of ingredients and chemicals in it just to change your hair color. I don't know. I'm not sure that it's worth it. I stopped coloring my hair a few years ago for once I started to realize what was in there. And the final big offender that I want to talk about today is those skincare products, the beauty products, which I've already talked a great deal about. Um, again, there's just a lot of hidden ingredients in there, and they're not good for you. So I'm going to give you some action steps just to wrap because I know this is a ton of information, but I've kind of been sitting on this one (laughs) a while. Maybe I should have made it a few podcasts, Um, but I want to start to get you informed. And I'm sure this is a story that will be ongoing and unfolding uh, because I'm really quite serious about cleaning up my own um, beauty regimen. And um, so that, uh, like everything else I do in my life, it's what I learn for my own health. I then go on to teach you and my patients. So action steps number one, get informed. When you are no longer ignorant, you can no longer be duped. The industry is, in, is hoping that you aren't smart enough to look at the package ingredients and say, I don't want this crap inside my body. Just refuse to be that person anymore. Number two, vote with your wallet. You know, refuse to buy from companies who do not disclose their information. If it says perfume or fragrance on it, it means they are hiding shit. So if you're unsure, that's a good way to start. Look at your products. Start to look at them and say, what does all this stuff mean? Just assume because the product's been on the market. Don't assume because it's been on the market a long time. It's safe. We're getting woken up by this, just like we've done with the food industry and pesticides and all of those other things. Now we're looking at our beauty routines. Find companies who are transparent about ingredients and want safer products for you, too. Advocacy is a really important uh, uh, Attribute I think of a a company, and more and more we're seeing companies that have um, a social conscience that want to leave the planet a better place. And I I think that's really important. Vote with your wallet. Look for brands which screen for contaminants, because it turns out that a lot of these products are made in different. production facilities with different companies, do different parts of the process, but you, have, you should have a, um, uh, a company that's looking at all of those different uh, parts of the process and testing for contaminants along the way. So there is something called uh, the Environmental Working Group. They are um, a fabulous collection of um, people and information that will help you start to clean up. Uh, these things in your life. So they have a database that's called the Skin Deep Database. And um, the uh, link is, I will make sure to post it on the Facebook page, but just to tell you now, it's envir- uh, EWG, Environmental Working Group, slash Skin Deep, one word, S K I N D E E P slash again and in there you can plug in your favorite beauty products and you can see where they're listed and what kind of ingredients are in there and they'll give it a, a safety rating so it's a really good place to start to learn so number four become a change agent and encourage others to get informed because this is where women are really powerful we have networks we talk to our our gals and say listen are you really you know do you are you aware of what's in your Skincare. Are you aware of what's in your partner's skincare, your children's skincare, in your body care, in your hair care products, in your makeup? Like, start to become. Start the conversation. Get women talking about it. This is when change really starts to happen. Number five, look at packaging. Glass, paper, safe and recyclable plastics are what you're looking for. And and finally, I'm sharing my favorite and safer products with links on the Facebook page. So go there to get updates and find out what I am using. Um, And also like my tips and tricks for detoxing from antiperspirant, um, coming off of uh, coloring your hair, etc. It's things that you can use yourself as well as uh, share with your gal pals because it matters. So, again, this is kind of the starting bit of the conversation about my Clean in 2019 campaign um, because it matters and it's personal and we just need to get, get going on getting things cleaner and safer in our lives. So... To quote one of my favorite poets, Maya Angelou, she says, Do the best you can until you know better. And when you know better, you do better. If you've listened all the way through this cast, then you know better than you did when you started. So be the change you wish to see in the world. That matters to me. I'm so grateful you were here listening to me today. And at any time, you can send me a message through my website, drlovely.com. Please visit us on the Facebook page, which is facebook.com at Not Your Mother's Menopause Podcast. And until next time, be well. The views and nutritional advice expressed by Dr. Fiona Lovely are not intended to be a substitute for conventional medical service. If you have or suspect that you have a medical problem, promptly contact your health care provider. No information offered here should be interpreted as a diagnosis of any disease, nor an attempt to treat or prevent or cure any disease or condition. As with any new advice or program, you should always contact your health care provider prior to starting anything new. Thank you.